In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, the Holy Three in One, to whom we bear witness. Dear brothers and sisters in Christ, Oh, there we go. I was waiting for it. Gesundheit. Do you know what that means? Good health. Good health. Yeah, it means to your health. Yeah, and, and, and it's this thing that we say when somebody sneezes. So, so they say, uh, so, so we sneeze, and then they say, to your health. <laughs> Which, you know, seems kind of awkward, but okay. Yeah, basically what they're saying is, oh, you just sneeze, I, I'm going to bless you. And that's where the, where the whole bless you thing comes from, the, the whole God bless you. And, and in fact, um, uh, when you're, you're looking at sort of the, the, the lore of sneezes, um, you, you have this sort of belief in, uh, in, in England that uh, when you sneeze that your soul could actually leave your body. Um, and, and so there, there was also this sense of, um, like, stick that back in there. <laughs> and and the, the, the sense of, like, oh, oh you, you sneeze, okay, put that back in to your health. What we're doing when we say bless you or when we say, um, when we say Gesundheit is we're saying uh, we want you to be well. We want you to um, live, or continue to live. Um, and, and I always think that it's a little weird that we do that with sneezes, and we don't do it that with coughs. Um, I really think that we should come up with some word to use that maybe when somebody coughs, we say uh, something else, some other random German word. Um, and, and, um, and, and blessing people when they cough, because that's also, um, uh, can be kind of gross and icky. Um, and and uh, you, you might kind of wonder what sneezing has to do with uh, Jesus being followed by uh, Peter and Andrew, but it, it actually has quite a bit to do with what's happening in this story. Uh, with, um, uh, with, with this sort of sense of uh, what it means for us to sneeze. Uh, because when, when we sneeze, we, we're sneezing because um, our body is actually trying to expel something. Um, just the same way with cough, so um, once again, we need to find a word. Um, but what our body is trying to do is it's trying to let go of um, the, the infection that, that is inside of us. And, um, and that's exactly what happens when we're forgiven of our sins. That God says, okay, we're going to get this infection of sin and we're going to get it out of you. Um, we're, we're going to make you sneeze. We're, we're going to make you... Uh, so what we just did in confession and absolution, you can think of that as a big sneeze. Um, so um, when you all were confessing your sins and saying, I have not loved God as I should, I have not loved my neighbor as I should, that was the <coughs> part of the sneeze. And then when I pronounced the absolution, when I said, you're, you're forgiven in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, that was like, <laughs> And at that moment, your sins were being expelled from your body by the Holy Spirit through the work of Christ on the cross uh, in the power of God the Father. And that is what it means for us to be Christian. We're, we're people that, that sneeze. 
However, we also know uh, that uh, when we sneeze, uh, if, if you're any good, you know that, that you're no longer supposed to sneeze into your hand. Which, um, and, and the reason for that is that you have germs on your hand if you sneeze into your hand. And then you go and you shake hands with somebody and, uh, you know, congratulations. Or you, you go and you touch a doorknob and you, you open something up and the next person who comes through that door, uh, great, you're, you're sick as well. And so uh, what, what they tell you now, um, and everybody should, should know this and remember this, sneeze here. In, into your arm because you don't um, uh, get a lot of people unless you just go around clotheslining everyone <laughs> with this part of your arm. The, the only thing is if it's a really good sneeze, uh, you, you might have to like change shirts. Um, but... Uh, it, that's something, too, that has to do with this sort of sense of sneezing. And that's exactly what's happening in our gospel lesson today, is there's a lot of sneezing happening. There's this sort of sense that what is specifically the knowledge of John now becomes the knowledge of a whole host of other people. And it happens through sneezing. In fact, sneezing is being used as a term in marketing right now. If any of you are into marketing or you're studying marketing, um, sneezing has been uh, used actually for, for several years now uh, as, as a way of understanding how we get people to do certain behaviors in marketing. Um, and uh, the, the whole idea is that uh, what you want somebody to do in marketing is you want them to go out there and sneeze. And so, um, if you are a Starbucks gold card member or black card member, the whole reason that they do that, do you, do you know about this? Maybe not. And some of you are like, yeah, I am one, here's my card. Um, Starbucks will give you a card if you can prove that you go there like every 24 minutes or something ridiculous. Uh, they will give you this card that, that shows that you are one of their preferred customers. And um, then when you pull that card out, it's something that you're very proud of, and you'll wave it around, and you'll be like, hey, I'm a black card member, which you have to drink just enough coffee to kill yourself to get that one. And, um, and, and the whole idea is that you'll tell other people. You'll say, hey, I've got this card, I, I love this coffee, and they're rewarding you because they know that you'll go out there and you will tell other people how much you love Starbucks coffee. And that's sneezing in sort of the marketing world. And here in the Gospel reading, you have sneezing in the religious world. You have sneezing in Jesus' world. You have sneezing that is happening with John the Baptist. John the Baptist is like patient zero here. Because John the Baptist, crazy guy, uh, long hair and beard, I don't know anybody like that, um, out by the River Jordan has been baptizing people and uh, he reveals to everybody in John's Gospel here that the reason that he's doing that is that the Holy Spirit has come to him and the Holy Spirit has said that, um, uh, that, that God is going to send one on which the Holy Spirit will descend and remain 
And this one on whom the Holy Spirit descends and remains, this will be the one who baptizes with the Holy Spirit, who baptizes with the power of the Holy Spirit, the the one who does something that John can't do, the one that, that nobody in Israel has been able to do ever. This one is going to be the Messiah, the Christ. And so John then baptizes Jesus. And John sees the heavens rend wide open and sees this dove come down on Jesus and uh, alights on him. And uh, John's Gospel says that the Holy Spirit remains on him. So you kind of get this picture of Jesus as a pirate. With the Holy Spirit remaining on him, right? And and so maybe that doesn't mean that the dove remained on him, but we definitely know that that means that the Holy Spirit remained there on him. And so John now knows. John is infected. John gets it. John knows that this is the Christ. This is Jesus. And so it seems like there's been a couple of days that go by. And John is hanging out on the block with his, uh, his disciples. And Jesus walks by. And John says, Behold! The Lamb of God! That's, that's the one! That's the one that I've been telling you about! That's the one who has the Holy Spirit! The, uh, you know, the, the heavens were ended wide open, here comes the dove, and then I heard this voice that said, Behold, this is my beloved Son, listen to him! And uh, that's the guy! And... It sort of seems like nobody gets it the first day. Because everybody's like, Yeah, John. <laughs> Great. <laughs> and so, so uh, John, the Gospel writer, not John the Baptist, then writes further and says, Well, uh, another day, then John does the same thing. He sneezes again. And this time, the sneeze takes. He says, Behold the Lamb of God. There goes that Jesus. And two disciples leave John and follow him. And they ask him some weird questions like, where are you staying at? Um, and we don't know where that is. Uh, John, John uh, elusively kind of says, well, they followed him and they saw where he, he was. Which I've always been like, where was it? But uh, I guess we don't need to know that. And they... Say that one of them is Andrew, who is the brother of Simon Peter, somebody who we know from the rest of the New Testament, if you've read it. And Andrew then starts sneezing again. So if you see this, you've got patient zero, John the Baptist, sneezes, two disciples go out, um, and then they find Jesus, and then Andrew sneezes again, and he goes and he finds Peter. And then Peter goes and finds Jesus, and Jesus, in kind of a freaky way, goes, Oh, you're Peter! Oh, I've heard about you. Um, Here's your nickname. Um, uh, Which, that'd be really interesting. And then it happens over and over again. And that's really kind of the whole story of the New Testament, is that there's this sneezing thing that is happening. And uh, every time it's it's Gesundheit. It's to their health. That every time, this is like a reverse sneeze. And instead of a sneeze that makes you sick, this is a sneeze that makes you well. This is a sneeze that informs you who this Jesus Christ is. 
This is a sneeze who lets you know this is the Lamb of God. This is the one who is going to die on a cross for your sins. This is the one that's going to go ahead of you into death. So that it's not quite as scary when you go there. This is the one who's going to go ahead of you into a resurrection. So that you know that when you die there's a resurrection waiting for you. And you know a little bit of what that looks like. It's walking through walls and eating fish. Which who doesn't want to do that? And it's this sneeze that also shows you that there's this expelling that happens. This expelling of your sin that convulses your whole body. I didn't see any of you convulsing when I did the absolution. Maybe next week. But there is this convulsing of your soul. That all of a sudden you do this stuff that, well... You probably wouldn't necessarily do if you were just on your own. There's this righteousness that comes out of you that uh, maybe uh, you can recognize as uh, that's not mine. And a part of that righteousness is the righteousness of simply sneezing to somebody else. Well, exactly what Andrew does here. He goes and he finds his brother, Peter, and he says... You have to check this out. And I've always wondered if Andrew was that kind of a guy. If he, he was really kind of a sneezer. He, you, you probably know those people. Those people who, um, uh, they're always on Yelp. Um, and, and they're always, you know, telling you uh, the, the best restaurant that they have gone to. Um, and, and how great it is. Or, or the best this or the best that. Or, or if this was something that was completely... Outside of who Andrew was, I can see it both ways. But for us as Christians, it's kind of the same. Maybe you are that person who, you know, you tell everybody. Like, when somebody sneezes, you say, Jesus bless you. And then you get into a conversation with them about how Jesus can heal them. Or maybe you're that person who's quietly under your breath says, Dear Lord, help that person not to have tuberculosis and die. (laughs) But whoever you are, there's going to be this weird convulsing that happens where you're actually going to tell somebody, I, I, I believe that. And maybe it'll be in a really quiet way, and that's okay. And maybe it'll be in a really loud way, and that's okay too. Uh, There's problems on both ends of that spectrum, actually. You don't want to be a campus preacher. Um, You also don't want to be um, so quiet that nobody knows what your faith is. Because am, am I the only person in here? I might be. Am I the only person in here who loves to sneeze? I mean, a really, really good sneeze. You know, that sneeze where you've got drool hanging out of your mouth at the end. It just feels so good that you're finally getting all of that junk out of you and you're like, and it just goes flying everywhere. And it feels so good because that's what your body needs. What your body needs is Jesus. What your body needs is to get that Holy Spirit that 
alighted on Jesus, that Holy Spirit that alighted on you when you were baptized. And so when you go out, a lot of people are sneezing this week. Watch out for it. They're like a massive plague in Tallahassee. And listen for it. And when they do, maybe get the courage to say, God bless you. Or to say good tonight and then have a conversation about it. And see how it feels to sneeze. And I bet it'll feel pretty good. Amen.